current headlines around worldwide wrestling of the world. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Scabbard. I'm going to slip in these headlines here for you. There's a shock new champion on this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. Rado vs. Bill Buttercup was a letdown of a match. Top WWW star was injured. There's a new threat to the tag division. And Grandma Mazeballs calls out Jean Jacket in an angry Twitter rant. And now, a man who's six foot four, but only two inches in length. Let's go to Dr. Worm. Good morning. How are you? I'm Dr. Worm. Before we go any further, let's not forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LegitWWW. And with that, let's get into the highlights from this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. Monday, Monday Night Ignite. episode of Monday Night Ignite started with a bang with the debut of Trace Ombres, Rick Bigley, and his even bigger brother, Rick Bigley Jr. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Dr. Worm. I, yeah, I mean, that's what it says on the back of his trading card. Yeah. They made a stunning debut while the Rancho Randos were cutting a promo after their tag match with the current WWW tag champs, Time Killers. The team of Debo Sunspot and, sure enough, took the Time Killers to the limit. But the match ended in a DQ when Levon Linger fell asleep outside the ring, resulting in a countout. Rancho Randos then called out the current champs. That's when the big voice of Rick Bigley could be heard over the PA system. Two's a company, but three's a crowd. As they made their way to the ring, the Trace Hombres made their name in the independent circuit with the most six-man tag match wins of any two-man tag teams in the last 20 years. This will certainly be a team to follow. Uh, Dr. Worm, before we get into the next highlights here from Monday Night Ignite, uh, tell me what you think of this new duo, the Trace Hombres. These are some seriously big dudes. I mean, they might be giants. I've only seen a few of their previous matches, but I think they're going to do some serious damage in the tag division here of the WWW. I'm looking forward to it. Do you, so you think they're a real threat here in the tag division? You think they can one day be champs? I think anything is possible at the WWW. Well, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on with the highlights here. Rado versus Bill Buttercup was a total stinker of a match. I'm not sure why Buttercup is still being booked for TV each week. He's not over with the crowd. His skills on the mic continue to be lackluster, and WWW Brass is doing his character and our souls no favors. Rado, however, continues to look great with the little exposure he gets on TV. If you're able to attend a WWW house show, it's worth it to see this exceptional wrestler in person. We here at the podcast hope to see more of Rado in the future and so much less of Bill's Stupid Cup. Monday Night Ignite saw a crowd favorite and top title hopeful Duke Wellington suffer a broken foot. Ten minutes into his cage match with the crazed berserker, he tumbled from the top of the cage and his foot clipped the turnbuckle. 
He was trying to pull off his patented welly stomp jump attack from the cage, but his boots were just too big for the cage, resulting in the fall. Berserker wasted no time in attacking the injured foot even more, showing no mercy towards Duke. In a bizarre end of the match, Berserker attempted to rip off Duke Wellington's boots in an act that was meant to demoralize him. His right foot had swelled so much from the break, however, that only his left boot could be removed. Berserker then proceeded to beat both Duke Wellington and himself about the head with the left boot, until both were left nearly unconscious in the ring. Berserker managed a half-hearted pin and got the three count. This victory also secured Berserker's coveted spot in the upcoming Summit Slam pay-per-view, which will be quite the event. Duke's injuries seem to be pretty severe, and will definitely hamper his run at the top title. His fans, the Wellies, are crushed. We haven't heard anything official from Duke yet, but it looks like he will be out through at least the next couple of pay-per-views. Right after the thrilling Duke Wellington and Berserker cage match, worldwide champ Victor Young's music hit, and he came down to the ring to cut a promo. Young started to tell the Nashville crowd, Being the worldwide champion of this company is everything to me. I'm here week in and week out. I'm at every house show, every autograph signing, and I'll be damned if anyone thinks they can do it better. All of a sudden, the lights went out. The stage, entrance ramp, the perimeter of the ring began to disappear in a crawling fog. Then Time Tanker appeared, albeit to the left of the ramp, nowhere near the spotlight, but you can't expect perfection with time travel. Time Tanker then challenged Victor Young to the worldwide title, saying, Time after time, when I come back from the future, I'm burdened with bringing a hard truth to the present. Mr. Young, I see the end of your career, and it's plagued with injury, bankruptcy, and STIs. I'm taking the title from you tonight. This was an excellent match building up both wrestlers without making either one look weak. Time Tanker won clean, but it took two robot power-ups to put Young away. Once the champ was handed his new title, the lights went out again, and when they came back on, Time Tanker was gone. Well, folks, in this business, veterans eventually have to retire to make way for the new men and women of the ring to keep the story and the business going. We here at the podcast wanted to pull back the curtain just a little bit to let you in on one rookie's journey from the beginning. Here's the latest installment in our continuing series with WWW's latest signee, Mike Moore. All right, so I'm backstage here with Mike Moore, the new rookie sensation out of Michigan. Mike, how's it going, man? Hey, hey, Scabs, how's it going? Uh, and uh, hi. How does it feel? You got called up to the longest running wrestling promotion in North America. Excited would be an understatement. I'd say that. I'd say excitement with a dash of uh, yes. You know what I mean? Uh, really excited. The ring is just, oh man, just really looking to get in there. Haven't gotten in yet really excited to, you know, wrestle. You have a pretty storied, well, no, I wouldn't say storied, but you have a career in amateur pro wrestling. Yeah, uh, I am a Michigan State graduate. You know, let's go get them. You know, that's what we used to say. Spartans, let's, let's right? Get, let's go, let's get Spartaned. You know, that's what you really, you know, because the spirit of Sparta 
is if I don't know if you've seen 300, it's about um, digging those heels in, you know, and that was really the spirit of our matches. One match, uh, uh, third place in, in one meet just two years ago. And then uh, the following year, I placed eighth overall. So I, I felt really happy. That was out of field of 12. Uh, my amateur record was, uh, uh, I was proud of 13, eight, and one. The last match was, uh, of course, did not finish. But, you know, we put it in the record. Why not? But again, really, uh, Scabs, uh, really, if I can call you Scabs. Yeah, you can call me Scabs. That's great, fine. great. I'm sorry. I should have asked you that before. Really excited to get in the ring to show, show the people what I got. That's all right. Let's talk about how you're, you're staying in physical form here. Buys, tries, and sexy thighs. I mean, that's really what we're really going for. Uh, my sister is my trainer. She is great. And um, Does she have a know, history my, in, of personal training at all? She has a history of being the best gosh darn sister in, on this planet. I'll tell you that much. But she watches wrestling, if that's um, anything. So she but wasn't she, a wrestler herself. She just watches wrestling. No, she was a Taibo instructor when that was a thing. And she, she's got all the clothes. You know, so mostly we work out. Um, I'm doing a lot of um, push-ups, a lot of arm extensions, a lot of um, dumbbell things. In terms of running, I run quite a bit. You know, what's funny is I'm trying to get more sparring together, but um, can't spar with anybody. So I spar with her. I win every time. So that's not really the best. Any other wrestlers out there looking to spar a little, I am literally always available because i'm just looking to you know cut my teeth in, in this league and 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 get this going and really looking to get in that ring again really still positive and excited though no summers of bummers over here ready to party all right you heard it here first newcomer rookie sensation mike moore excited to get in the ring he's got a amateur wrestling career mike thanks for joining us man yes you will hear from me uh uh let's get spartaned Okay, scabs, you might be rooting for this Mike Moore, but uh, I'm going to sit this one out. I mean, you know, he's a rookie, man. I'm pulling for him. I think he's going to do big things in this league. I think he's terrible, but let's move on. Our sources tell us that the WWW is looking to rent out the Rungrado 1st of May Stadium, but there are very few details about this developing story. WWW insider Paul Pansia confirmed on Twitter earlier this week of the plan to hold a massive event there. More on this next week. And now I'm sad to report that head referee Pearl Hager was injured last Monday in the ring when 610-pound Lanch stepped on his foot. After the WWW medical team examined the longtime ref, the outlook was not good. Doctors said Hager has developed bone spurs and will have to retire. WWW is scrambling to find a replacement for the popular ref. We'll keep you updated as we learn more. This week's red hot action wasn't just confined to the ring either. Earlier this week, universally disliked wrestler Graham Amazeballs took the fight to social media, blasting competitor Jean Jacket on Twitter. We aren't sure whether it's Jean Jacket's style, personality, or wrestling skills that Graham Amazeballs hates most, but he didn't hold anything back, really maxing out those 280 characters. His angry outburst called out Jean Jacket's lack of social media and wrestling skills, calling him Jean Ratchet, and saying he should be cancelled, whatever that's supposed to mean. He also had some choice words for Jean Jacket's mother, 
made fun of his hair, and said some things that make Uwe Boll blush. He followed all of this up with what I would consider a gratuitous selfie, though maybe someone out there likes seeing that much male nipple. Whatever the case, this is one trending story that we'll have to keep an eye on. We have seen from experience, once Grandma Mazeball starts, it's often way too long before he stops. Today's episode is brought to you from the makers of Miracle Whip, bringing you Catch Whip. You've trusted us with your mayonnaise, why not give our ketchup a shot? All right, Dr. Worm, that's all we got for the news here um, and the highlights. Uh, I think this week's episode of Ignite was was pretty good. It wasn't their best one that they've done. It wasn't the best show that the worldwide wrestling of the world has put on. They've had a long storied history over these, you know, what is it, 40, 50 years that they've been around. But It's, it's um, too long to tell, too long to tell. I'm going to give it three out of four Buttercups. I, I think that Bill Buttercup match I know was your favorite, and I think it's uh, worthy of the three Buttercup match. Yeah, it was Bill Buttercup match was not... Not my favorite match. Uh, I would. I don't want Bill Buttercup in a in a WWE ring ever, ever again. I think he's uh, a waste of space. I think that he's a terrible wrestler, and this match proved it. I don't feel bad saying that about him. Uh, I look forward to seeing what Rado does next week, though. I'm I'm really looking forward to him. I think he's got a lot of uh, potential for sure. But Bill Buttercup is the worst. Potential is one thing, but. He- Buttercup is a fixture. He's a legend here at Worldwide Wrestling of the World. And I just can't imagine this institution without him. I can. It's pretty easy. Let's talk about the Trace Ombres. That duo, those guys are going places. They made a huge splash this week, and I think they've got a chance to take the tag belts. Well, considering who has the tag belts, uh, that shouldn't be much of a challenge. The real challenge is getting them to stay awake through the entire match. That's true. You got to keep the time killers awake. That's their bread and butter. That's why they're the champs. It's 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 hard to get them engaged and and active. What we really need are some goddamn refs that will not allow these crappy ass DQs on title matches. That's what we really need here at the WWW. I don't see how they can move forward. How the WWW can move forward without the likes of Pearl Haggard. There's just going to be a bunch of rando refs there's gonna be like I, I can't imagine what are they gonna do what are they gonna do? in this short amount of time how can they get some refs i don't understand at that count yeah they can get refs but they're gonna be crap that's that's about right maybe maybe bill butter couple will retire and become a ref that'll be your dreams come true i hope he just retires and stays home that's what i hope anyway listen that's been this week in in ww dr worm why don't you send us home all right that's the week of ww monday night night that was scabbard this is Dr. Worm, and that's the catchphrase. It's a motherfucker.